Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Forever. Dog. A one-way ticket to terror. This week on the podcast, Diane Ho's The Train. Hello, welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are discussing The Train by Diane Ho. Our girl Ho. Our hey. girl Ho. Ho. Hey. <laughs> um, I, that maybe was, one of the top 10 lamest things I've ever done. That was it's fine. rock bottom. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. We're fine. We're thriving. We've never Everybody's been Everybody's great. We're all uh, thriving in quarantine. Right. Thriving. Um, I weirdly, I, it's been a long time since I've done this and I don't know what changed, perhaps like a change in my hormones or chemicals or something. But this week I took notes. I, wow, ne- I have not returned to form. I know. Wrote down notes. I think I was just feeling more energetic or something. I don't know. You know what? I did an extra step this week as well, which what? is I looked into whether or not the train amenities were accurate. Mm. And? And I have to assume they were, but I couldn't find definite (laughs) confirmation on the thing I was most curious about or things, which are whether or not there was like a recreation car with a pool table, which seems Uh. like a very difficult thing to navigate on a terrain. Yeah. And whether or not they show movies. But... Oh. I will say I have a strong suspicion this book was written after taking this trip. Yes. So I'm going to trust Ho on this one. Yes. Because that that sort of like luxurious like observation car and everything like it's called back back when this was written it, it might have been called the San Francisco Zephyr but it might have already been called the California Zephyr which is what it's called now. Mm. And it was a surfliner too, um, and so I'm just going to trust that she knew what she was talking about and wasn't making shit up. But I still, I don't know. I'm suspicious about that pool sure. table. <laughs> well, so I'm glad that you did some research on the train because I also had questions about the train in that they are treating this train like it is the bus in speed. They <laughs> cannot stop. They cannot stop no matter what. They cannot stop. There are There is a murderer, attempted murderer on the train. But you know what? Can't No one can leave. Mm-hmm. No one can stop. Well, I, I will say this is not a commuter train. It is and not. So they have far fewer stops. And it does travel through mountains at times. 
Sure. I do like, though, that there is a literal murderer on the loose. Oh, my God. I, I really liked this one, honestly. I loved it. There were some very fun details. It's a very ridiculous premise. It's a, in a such good a ridiculous way. premise. Yes. And no, it's, I it's liked fantastic. the writing. I liked the writing. Diane Ho's a good writer. She is. I, um, I, I also usually like her stuff. This just was like a very like campy story. Like I, yeah. I, the names were so funny. Like the, yes. the like dork loser group. The yes. people are Eugene Breyer, Dale Sutterworth, Lolly Slocum, and Frog. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are like some, that's some like. I know fucking... a Shelly Slocum. Yes. I married to Ptolemy Slocum. Yes. Yes. Um, I should say I know of. Yeah. Oh, maybe I know her. I don't know. Why is her name so very familiar with me? To me. Um she's in the she's in the uh the like comedy improv world. I must have encountered her more than I'm thinking. Yeah. Probably before Ptolemy. Yeah. Yeah. Ptolemy she- was a relatively late addition, acquaintance. yes. Acquaintance. Yes. Um but we don't need to talk about Mm-mm. him. Um, um so the train cannot be stopped even though there is a literal murderer running around and I love that like there's an attempted murderer at first and Lolly who's the girl who like gets attempted murdered um <laughs> attempted murder leaves classic classic uh, uh verb yes she leaves the train and they're like well the person that the murderer was trying to get is gone now so the threat has passed and we're safe mm-hmm. and we shall continue our train ride all across the country and more and more things keep happening and like and yet everyone's like well we cannot stop the train we cannot yeah. everyone that's on the train must remain on the train yeah. these minors must remain on the train it's very silly um None of the adults, which is a classic trope, and I don't uh, begrudge this book embracing a genre trope. Mm-hmm. Um, the adults do not seem to care no. or be paying attention anywhere near on the level the teens are. They also like they keep being like, oh, this is so dangerous. Um, so the thing that we're going to require that you teens do is just like quarantine um, and we'll let you you know, honor, honor system, like honor system. Like if you go somewhere, like go in a group, I guess, but like, I will not be watching over you. So you must protect yourself. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That is very crazy. It's it's so crazy, (laughs) but it's great. This book is very, yes. Yes. It's it's awesome. Uh, All everything crazy. uh, Please take as a positive, positive. This is like a plus, like, Oh, I also wrote down all the things that Hannah's afraid of. She's afraid of (laughs) trains, small places, death, coffins, tunnels, and hallways. Wow, so unique. Yeah, very unique to her. (laughs) It's like very unique. I guess except for the hallways. (laughs) The hallways thing and the trains thing was a little weird how she was I don't understand being afraid of trains. Yeah, when she was, when she goes off on like how scary trains are, I was like, ah, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) And it's immediate. It's immediate and pages. Yes. And every, I want to say every five pages that yes. mentioned. It also gets like really hammered mm-hmm. home to us that when she hears the wheels of the train, oh, they seem to be saying to her, get off, 
Get out. Oh, go back. Get go out. back. Oh, okay. Go back. Go back. Yeah. Get your jollies off, Hannah. Get your jollies yeah. off, Hannah. Rub one out. Rub one out. Rub yes, one out. Yes. <laughs> um, Pleasure yourself. Pleasure. <laughs> yeah, she's like, so the second she gets on the train, she's like, oh, <laughs> trains are so oh, scary. She's like, man was not meant to travel by train. And I'm like, this is something people say about planes. We're driving yeah. or bicycles. Like, it was She's just like, like, man was not meant to discover the bike. Yeah. That's and- a power that should be in God's hands. Yes. It it truly is like, and like the thing that scares her about trains, I think are what make it very safe to me like she's like they're connected to the street by or to the ground by railway tracks like that's scary I was like but that's like the opposite of why people are afraid of planes like people are afraid of planes because it's like they're in the air connected to nothing yes this is literally secured to the ground and she's like "Mm, man was not meant to be (laughs) secured to the ground via railway (laughs) this is Unnatural. This is, against, <laughs> this is against the natural order. Of yeah, things. an affront to God. <laughs> it was very silly. God will punish us. We are like Prometheus <laughs> discovering fire, bringing it down from the mountains to the people. Oh, Icarus, you've flown too close. <laughs> <laughs> this this train, Icarus, is tracked too close to the sun. <laughs> Um, so she's really afraid of trains. So that's not, it's not good for her. No. That her school is going, yeah, don't take this train. So the school is like, we're going to do a field trip of an unspecified amount of senior students to ride this train from across the country to go to San Francisco. She's one of the cool kids, I guess. Her and her group of yes. friends. Yeah, for sure. Who are her friends again? We've got her boyfriend, Mac. Oh, We've yeah. got her best friend Carrie. Uh-huh. Carrie's boyfriend Lewis. Uh-huh. Um We've got Jean Marie, who's not typically in their circle, but she has been hanging out with them on this trip and is herself also in a popular clique. Yes. And also she's the ex of Mac, but do not worry. Jean Marie is not <laughs> the type to try and steal <laughs> someone's boyfriend. No. Or even flirt with them. Or even flirt. So she's not worried when she sees Jean Marie sitting next to Mac. Yes. Um, I, what was I going to say? I feel like there's another guy maybe. Isn't there? No, okay, wait, let me wait. open the book. There's Lewis and Mac. I think that's it. I guess so. I just felt like there were more of them. And then and there's then... The, the creepy group, which is Eugene and Dale and Lolly, mm-hmm. who were friends with Frog who his name is like F Rogers something else. And he was like a loser at school, was very obviously suffering from depression. Um, He was just like brash and like people didn't like him because he was like mean and gross and scary. Yeah, like didn't, didn't maybe take a shower every day, had greasy yeah. hair and was... Was like abrasive and aggressive, particularly yes. when asking girls out, which is yes, in itself a justified reason for them, like telling him to back off yes. as much as they did. And I don't think it's like a very nineties thing. Like, well, a boy's worst fear is being laughed at. 
Yeah. Meanwhile, a girl's worst fear is a boy killing them. Yeah. That like classic uh, truism. Quote, quote from the fall. Know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like that's that's a very dated attitude where it's like, well, he really put himself on the line and then you were like very rude to him. Yeah. Okay. Well, you don't owe a boy your time. Yeah. And you certainly don't owe him your, like, you certainly don't owe it to him to be polite if he is not being polite to you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think that Carrie was actually, wait, Carrie, right? Carrie. Yeah. Carrie. Yeah. Carrie was actually, I think, the least culpable in like their transgressions against Frog. So basically, they find out. So Carrie is like pretty princess. She's um she reminds me of like Lila Fowler. Yeah. From Sweet Valley sure. High. But nice. Nice though. I mean, she's still like very materialistic. She's vain but, and yeah. superficial, which it says in the book. It's like she's vain and superficial, but she's a good friend. Yeah, she's not mean. Mm-hmm. So she brings a bunch of she brings too much stuff. So her carry-on bag is too big to fit in the regular car. So it has to go in the cargo car. And um, so she, that means she has to go back there to get like changes of clothes and makeup and all that. Um, so Le, uh, Le, Les Lewis, uh, her boyfriend, like takes it back there for her and they start the train train ride. Then Carrie goes back to get some stuff, comes back, faces Ashen. She's like, guess what, y'all? There's a coffin. There's a body on the train. I she, was genuinely like, ugh. Yeah, when me too. she accidentally discovers that, that is unnerving. That is unnerving. It's like the bo- the body of Bobby Kennedy traveling across country and yes. crowds waving at him. Yes. <laughs> Sending him off. Also, the I, I thought that the, the moment that um, Carrie and what's the main girl's name? Hannah. Hannah. I was like, <laughs> The moment that Carrie and Hannah decide to go to the back of the train and see if there's anybody in there. They're like, okay, this is what we can do. We can see if the coffin's empty or not. Like, we'll just look and that there's usually like a tag on it and it'll say like an invoice with like a person. Or if it's empty, then it's empty. So they go back there and the moment that they are like back there and Carrie discovers like, oh my God, it's someone we know. Like that moment, I was truly surprised. I was like, oh my God, it's someone they know? Yeah, I was very surprised by that because I chose not to read the back of the book. Me too. Yeah. Which I think helped. Yeah. I, I It made the surprise, like legit surprises. Yeah. Maybe I'm just not going to read the backs of the books from now on. I don't know. I think I'm going to do the same. Yeah. It was yeah. It was cool. Um, Like really the only thing that, the only qualifier for this when I picked these books was that they're on open library or Kindle Unlimited. So I just like literally went through Look, Goodreads. Money is tight, y'all. Yeah, I went through Goodreads and was like finding the point horror stuff that like, you know, people seemed to be excited about and then looked them up on open library or Kindle Unlimited. If they were there, then they went on the list. So like it was great not knowing what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was pleased. Um, So that part was really cool and scary. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. I thought I, I liked the touch of his like mean nickname being Frog. Yeah. And I thought the way it came about made for a good like sort of accidental bullying that was never corrected. Yeah. I liked everybody's stories about like how they had wronged Frog in one way or another. Mm-hmm. I thought they were like believable and grounded and didn't yes. like, fully make me hate the characters. No, because you're like, ah, I get why you yeah, acted that way. I was, I'm sure I was shitty in that way. Yeah. Like, even through college. Yeah. And through adulthood. Like, if hand- somebody is like, if somebody's off-putting. Yeah. It's like human nature to want to distance yourself. Yeah. But it's yeah. sad. It is sad. And the story was saddest of all. Oh, my God. I thought it was right to save it for the end. Did not disappoint. No, I thought it was going to be disappointing. It wasn't. I was like, got the story. I was like, it's going to be like pretty basic like the others. And no, it was more involved. And it did directly lead to his death. Not that it's her fault, but it did directly lead to his death. Right. Flap of the butterfly wings. Exactly. I mean, so, oh, so, so they, they find out the body in, in the, the coffin is Frog. And they're like, fuck, Frog is the one that's dead on this train. And like, each of them has a story of how they weren't very nice to him. And I also thought it was very funny that like Mac was like, yeah, I saw it. And they're like, <laughs> okay, like, that so was you- so weird. <laughs> they're like, you didn't tell us. And he's like, yeah, why? He's it's dead. Like, What's he going to do? Sort of. <laughs> understood his logic which is like what you want me to shit all over our trip before we go on like i didn't see how you guys knowing was gonna be at all helpful yeah i just think like mac and i have such like polar opposite like sensibilities because like you know like i feel like if it were you or me like let's say you and i are going on this train trip and one of us discovers a coffin you know we're gonna come back and be like holy fuck there's a fucking dead person on this fucking train like it wouldn't be like mm, I'll just keep it to myself for the sake of the trip <laughs> like no I would not be able to keep that in I would no. be like fully selfish about it like yeah mm, if I know this everybody has to know everyone it. must mm-hmm. yes um yeah one of my notes is he deserved he deserved to be laughed at when he asked Carrie out yeah I mean not but she didn't laugh at him she didn't she like first like put him off in a polite way and it wasn't until he was like, what are you too good for me? He's like, explain it. Explain it. If you yeah. can't, if you can't, then Give you me have to go with me. Yeah. And it's like, she's just not owe you that, sir. 
I also thought that Lewis's story was very funny because he's like, hmm, I also screwed over Frog. Guess what? I kicked him out of gym class. As you know, I'm a basketball star. So I'm really needed in gym class. And uh, they had gotten a disagreement and they started arguing. Coach and- wanted him to put him on his team. Oh, that's right. And he had like a petty ass bet going with Mac about how they were going to do in basketball and gym that day. And so he like, while any other day would have been fine with it he just so happened to have a bet going with mac that he was gonna win and so he like in a very petty way is like no yeah and then mac or and then frog kind of gets you know upset they he like shoves lewis and then uh they they get into an altercation and the coach sends frog to to away he gets kicked out of gym and it also was really funny because everyone, like, people, it, as he, he, Lewis is telling the story, everyone's like, but why did you not get? And he's like, well, as you know, I'm a basketball star. And the coach needs me to be playing basketball in gym. I was like, why? Like, why is he A, even in gym, if he's doing basketball? B, like, he's needed for this gym this gym class yeah it's like did the coach think he was gonna like quit basketball if he made him (laughs) put a guy on his team in class alone i know it was so interesting and then everyone's like "Mm, i guess that makes sense and he's like it does (laughs) they're like okay all right we accept this um and then what was max mean thing that he did um Oh, he's, he's the one who frog. accidentally gave him the yeah. nickname Frog. And it did seem fairly innocent to me. It did. He didn't like, mean to say it. Like, he didn't the know The teacher would, makes yeah. Frog go up to the front of the board, and Frog's nickname is like <clears throat> Frederick Roger something. And yeah. So, but he doesn't use Frederick. And so he just started to write F, and then he started writing Roger, R O G. And Mac, like, before he can really, like, filter himself, is like, your name's Frog? Like, kind of, he he thinks he's doing it in, like, a good-natured ribbing the new guy way. And he's like... Ribbit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now we've both gotten in our lame puns. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Um, so he does that, and he's like, he could have, if he had just, like, laughed it off, it could yeah. have just been like an icebreaker thing. And he's like, but I'm not saying it was the right thing to do. I regret doing it. And I also regret that I like never made things right. Yeah, because it because it's true, right? Like if someone does like a dumb joke at you or whatever, if you just kind of like, yeah, and it like it that just kills the momentum and it doesn't stick. But like if you get like defensive and angry, then people are like, oh, you're worth us picking on. Which is what happens. With I mean, frog. which is human nature, but not right. It's not right. It's yes. what happens. Um, so they're all like, "Wow, we all have separate stories of how we were really mean to Frog." Um, and they're like Hannah, what about you? And she's like, "Nothing." By it, I'm like, sad. Excuse me, I need a drink, Coca Cola. <laughs> I need a Coca Cola drink. <laughs> I need a Coca Cola product. <laughs> I need a cola drink. <laughs> so she leaves. I can't right now. I'm thirsty for cola. She gulps down that cola like the little slut she is. (laughs) (laughs) Like the little cola slut she is. 
And everyone's like, okay. Um, and they're like, we'll let it go for now, but we'll definitely remember to say it later. Um, and then they're like all hanging out. Lights go out. Lights come back on. Lolly is like fucking, fucking autoerotic asphyxiating in the corner, which really actually what happens is someone just ties something around her neck really tight. And I say autoerotic asphyxiation because we find out later that she did it herself. True. But she, true. So she yeah, I, it she, wasn't very erotic, but it, it was is true. It was definitely not erotic. Maybe <laughs> it, wasn't it was very erotic. And by not very, I mean not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Completely devoid homicidal. of eroticism. It was homicidal. Auto homicidal. Auto Yeah. Or it was like, it was like, like red auto red herring asphyxiation <laughs> like it was so she has this auto thing. busy bee villain asphyxiation oh she's also very busy oh, oh such a God. busy bee she's the busiest bee so busy and like so much of the things she has to do has to occur on this train so it's like added added pressure for her so she auto asphyxiates and everyone everyone just stands there for a while and everyone's like fuck uh and she's like choking and Mac runs over and unties it. And she's like about to die. And they, they're like, is there a doctor on the train? There is. And guess what, guys? The doctor was a woman the whole time. She comes out. Dr. Lindsay, baby. Do- oh, is her name Dr. Lindsay? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, Lindsay. Oh, my God. It was like I was there for a second. I felt very <laughs> disappointed when she like immediately got off the train. <laughs> I was like, oh, there goes my namesake. Yeah, representation matters, or guys. not namesake, but there goes my... um. My avatar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so then, she, oh, they're like, the doctor's like, hmm, she's been choked. And everyone's like, oh, my God. And the doctor's like, well, I'm going to leave. <laughs> yeah. Leave. Like, she's getting her off the train. There will be mm-hmm. doctors aplenty. Mm-hmm. Whereas you are leaving the train without a doctor. This made me wonder... Do doctors have to travel on trains kind of like uh, like FBI agents on planes? Oh, like secretly? Yeah. Yeah. They're not secretly, but the way that FBI agents do travel secretly, like do they always have to have a doctor present because legit, what if something happens? So do they try to book at least one doctor per train? Yeah. That would be really funny. I mean, you would hope that that doctor, I mean, I guess just the way that they book it. Probably not. Here we go. Trains and travel, Amtrak, medical emergencies on the train, blah, blah, blah. Do they just have like medics or something? No. Yeah. They just have the conductor ask if there's a doctor on board. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. That seems kind of like almost nothing. Yeah. Like I could ask if there's a doctor on board. Yeah. They don't don't need the. I don't even need a conductor for that. I don't need a conductor, to be honest. Um... So she's like, I'm the doctor. I'm leaving. And everyone's like, that seems good because we have most of our trip left ahead of us. And there is a murderer on the loose. However, the adults are going to be like, well, the person that tried to kill Lolly doesn't have a reason to kill anyone anymore because Lolly's gone. So we're safe. (laughs) I mean, a detective does get on board. Oh, my God, that detective useless but my god yeah what a waste of space <laughs> a waste of time and space get bent detective like why are you taking up a seat at this point truly a complete waste i really hope that he had to pay for a ticket 
or at least that the department did. Yes. Because it was complete uselessness. Like yes. he was just like, so you're riding he, the train as well. Every time something happens, he's like, was this joke? Oh, my God. And everyone's Perhaps like, no. Teenage, teenage pranks. And everyone's like, no. You could try like solving it. Also, one. the things that he like thinks out in the are world pranks. when somebody gets murdered, he's like, what if it's just a murder prank? Had Classic we thought of that? <laughs> like, truly, the things he tries to write off as pranks are astounding. He's yes. like, I'm a professional and it is my professional opinion that that girl got thrown off of the top of a train as a prank. And everyone's like, I am I... a professional <laughs> and it is my professional opinion <laughs> That girl got thrown in a coffin because of a prank. Because of a hilarious prank. Yes. I am a professional. And it is my professional opinion that a girl was uh, silenced and dragged <laughs> up into the ceiling <laughs> of a train through a panel mm -hmm. as a prank. I it, it is my professional opinion that that girl got disappeared through from a shower and then th thrown off of the top of it as a fun prank. It is my professional opinion, as a professional, that this boy was stabbed with oh, yeah. an ice pick <laughs> while watching a screening of Terminator <laughs> as a cute prank. Because as you see, the ice pick was thrown, which is a very prankish Word way to- through the air. <laughs> Hoard through the air to to a point where Hannah instinctively ducks because she can hear it like and she was just expecting something yeah. bad. To well, because because Hannah knows that murder is around every corner. Yes, Hannah's the only one who fucking gets that something is seriously demented on this train. Something is completely demented on this train. It's also very funny that like her friends, like Carrie, who is so scared about just finding a coffin. Okay. Yes. Is now like it's fine. I need to go by myself to the room when like it literally would change nothing. Like it's not like they were late. It's not like anything like that. It would change nothing to have Hannah go back with Carrie to the room. But instead, yes. they always have to keep getting split up. Yes. I so here was my overarching problem with half the book. Okay. Hannah is shoved into the coffin. Uh -huh. In the baggage car. Uh -huh. And everybody knows that that coffin contained a body. Contained frog. In theory, at In least. theory. And yet, nobody mm -hmm. in the coffin with her. Mm -hmm. And Hannah is the only one who's like, you guys, there was no body in that coffin. Mm -hmm. Why is nobody, even if they don't believe her suspicions that frog is in fact alive and trying to kill them. Why aren't they questioning where the body went during that time? That's something that the detective spends no brain power on at all. Nor Ms. Quick. Nor anyone, really, except for Hannah. No one. And it's crazy because, like, it's weird because, like, she keeps literally saying, like, then where was the body when I was in the coffin? And everyone, like, just... It's like it's a dream where no one can hear you speak. Like they just yes. like don't. They, even... There's not even an answer. No, they just act like she didn't say anything. It's crazy. 
Um, there a lot of this book is like putting people in coffins, taking people out of coffins, like inspecting coffins. There's a lot of like going into coffins. There's a lot of like talking about coffins. This this specific coffin gets a lot of action in this. This this could also be called the coffin. The coffin. It or really it could, could be called coffin train. Coffin train. <laughs> coffin train. Train to Coffinville. Population coffin. Coffin. <laughs> One ticket, Scoop please. <laughs> one coffin, please. <laughs> Fair, one coffin. <laughs> this coffin is going from Chicago to San Francisco. Price of fare, coffin. <laughs> uh, there'd be I a mean, lot of coffins on that train. <laughs> there'd be a lot of coffins on that train. It, so, th- so... She's like, oh, and Mac got shut into a shed. Oh, yeah. When they're in like wherever, like Denver or wherever. Because mm-hmm. he thinks he sees Frog on the street. Mm-hmm. And then he gets like, he can't, he gets stuck in this shed that he chased Frog into. <laughs> it's like, is this shed just like in between buildings? In yeah. Yeah. He just finds a shed. <laughs> um. And and again, nobody nobody is believing Hannah. Like, hey guys, maybe this could be connected. Like, you know how I've been telling you that Frog is um, alive and well and trying to kill us. Yeah. And Mac saw Frog, and they got trapped in a frog shed. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should put the pieces together. <laughs> I know. And then everyone's like, everyone's like, mm. all right, well, toot toot, back on the train. <laughs> Gotta go to San Francisco. Choo-choo. <laughs> and, and and then like oh that's the other thing too that even mac is like still not believing her because he's like mm, it was just a coincidence i suppose and she's like and he's like i told you i didn't get locked i got stuck i know that's the other so okay so surprise the killer is or not the killer i guess oh i guess it is a killer because so then people um, do die yeah they're like uh let's relax with some showers <laughs> and let's have a nice comfortable <laughs> relaxing train shower yeah let's let's have a nice train shower um i'm gonna go shower me hannah and then also my friends also carrie and jean marie and jean marie i'm so confused every time there's a character in a book who you call by both their first and middle name yeah. Also, I'm I mean, con- I know that's a real thing, but yeah. it always is like, I just don't live in a world where this happens. Yeah. I also don't live in a world in which like showers are so loud that like you can't hear your Anything. friend get like disappeared into a ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> so like they're like, la, 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 like in the showers and um, they're oh, they're like, wow, Jean Marie, you're very daring to wear such a shocking color of pink when your hair is red. and you're like, this is probably important for later. And then they take showers and Carrie is, of course, taking a long time as usual. Um, uh, they hear, uh, uh, Hannah hears the door close. So she's like, oh, Jean Marie must have finished showering. So then she comes out and she's like, huh, where's Jean Marie? And the guys are waiting out there and they're like, she didn't come out here. And she's like, that's weird. So then she and Carrie and the boys like search all over. Jean Marie's gone, nowhere to be found. And I actually mm-hmm. liked the detail of her being like, oh, Carrie's hair looks like shit because she just washed it and left it drying. 
and she doesn't care, that's how freaked out we all are. <laughs> Huge indicator. Huge. Wow. Well, this must really be happening. Because Carrie looks like dog shit. <laughs> Carrie's hair, tousled. Completely tousled. So it must mean something bad happened. And then they're like walking around and the, te- the detective's like, what's going on? And they're like, our friend is gone. And he's like, hmm, sounds like a prank to me. <laughs> <laughs> he also like goes back on that hypothesis so quickly. She's like, no, she did not have that sense of humor. And he seems almost like stricken. He's like, she doesn't? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh i i loved that moment i loved that moment when she's like she's not funny and he's like (laughs) what (laughs) oh god my whole world is crumbling (laughs) he's like you mean there's such thing as a non-prank murder (laughs) (laughs) all murders are funny And then, like, they see, like, that ugly pink sweater, like, go flying out the window. <laughs> and robe, like, I think. Yeah. Just wearing the a robe. fucking robe. And they're like, oh, no. That means that, you know what was inside that ugly pink robe? Jean Marie. <laughs> <laughs> she was inside it. That robe was not empty. It was full of Jean Marie. <laughs> and then they're like, I guess we have to stop the train for this. Ugh. So then they like search and they're like, mm, she fell into the Grand Canyon or something crazy. Like she fell, <laughs> she fell like off of. She's fell, in a ravine now. She, There's no coming. <laughs> they're like, she fell off of a train into a national park. She's gone. <laughs> <laughs> she fell into Old Faithful. We're passing through Yellowstone. There's no coming back from that, you guys. <laughs> Vortex. <laughs> so they're like, well, they're like, I think she's dead, but we'll have to check. And they're like, uh, we indeed did. <laughs> oh, we oh, indeed. We indeed did find that ugly robe. And it was at the bottom of Bryce Canyon. And we you- also can't believe that a redhead would be caught dead in this shade of pink. <laughs> she Much was like caught Carrie. dead. Literally she caught dead in that shade of pink. <laughs> and then they all high five each other. And then they go back to like being like, oh, this is really somber. <laughs> that was a really good joke. And, and then the, the detective's like, now that's what I call a prank. And everyone's like, that's not a prank, it's a joke. That's different. <laughs> so then they're like, wow, there really is a bona fide murderer on the train. Everyone go back to your rooms. And then Hannah's like, I have to go to my room. And oh, she's like, I need to take a nap. I'm so upset by all of this. And Carrie's like, that's fine. I have to do my hair. And she like opens. She's like, "Uh, Carrie got the top bunk. We flipped a coin for it in the train station. But I just need to be above ground. Like I need to be higher up to feel safe. So I'm going to take a nap in Carrie's bunk. She opens the bunk, which has been closed against the wall. This part, I was like, (laughs) what? What are the physics? (laughs) Because I'm just picturing her like 
undoing the bunk thing and it like falling away from the wall and then fucking Lolly being like (gasps) (laughs) (gasps) well she's also fucking hiding in a coffin all the time what does she have a straw and she's also yeah it's just a little straw she's got a coffin straw and then this one too I think she needs a coffin straw or a body bag straw because she's in a body bag Mm -hmm. or like partly in one so uh, Hannah opens it and she's like huh it smells terrible and there's a corpse in here. I can't nap up here. Freaks out, runs out, tells everybody. Everybody goes in there. Guess what? Corpse is gone. It's gone. Where so she go? looks crazy. She does look crazy. At this <laughs> point, I would be like, mm, perhaps yeah. this wasn't here. Oh, we've also got another classic trope. Of a high school student being so good at theater makeup yes. that you think they're literally yes. dead. <laughs> yes. And also, like, some things that I have questions about as far as the smell. She had a corpse smell. <laughs> as to the smell, I have questions. Yes. Um, but, yeah, she was so she's so good at theater makeup because guess what, guys? She tried out for the play and everyone's like, you seem like more of a backstage type of person. And she was like, I will remember this for revenge. <laughs> and it got really good at theater makeup and made herself look like a corpse. Mm-hmm. Specifically, the corpse of Frog. So not only was she looking like a corpse, but she was looking like the corpse of somebody else. Her dead boyfriend. Her dead boyfriend. And so turns out she's been pretending to be the corpse in the coffin, pretending to be the corpse in the body bag that's in the top bunk. She's been God, just she's busy, like been capturing people. She ordered she's the been coffin. Living in the ceiling. Living in the ceiling, she ordered the coffin to be mailed to Frog's family in California, which had like kind of disowned him, and he was living with his grandparents. Um, so t- to be like, this is what happened to your son. Are you happy with what you've done? Um, she's very busy. Seems to have unending funds because this just seems like a very expensive endeavor. Yes. Well, we don't know what the state of her family. Oh wait, no, no, no. She situation. she ordered the. I forgot about this. She ordered the uh the the coffin payable payable on delivery to the parents. That is fantastic. That's fantastic. I mean, that is a real flex hero move. Actually, yes. I mean, honestly, I really respect Lolly's commitment to vengeance. Yes, yes. Um, the saddest one is. Jean Marie, her hating her most of all because um, Frog was actually in love with Jean Marie and just settling for Lolly and she fully knew it. Yeah. And also the thing too sad about Jean Marie is that Jean Marie didn't have a mean Frog story. So like... Did she? Yeah, she did. I don't think she shared one. everybody told a story and then they finally like landed on Hannah. I think maybe it was just she also got asked out. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, she did. Because I remember people being like, oh, I heard him asking out Jean Marie, but I didn't know he asked you out, Carrie. And Carrie was like, yes, I laughed in his face. But then really we find out she didn't. Yeah. So I guess maybe it's just, but I think that the Jean Marie revenge is much more for Lolly's sake than, because all the other ones are like, you were mean to Frog, so I'm revenging on you. Yeah. This is like, I'm jealous of you, so I'm going to kill you. Oh, no. So I went back into the book because I still have it checked out. Or I rechecked it out, rather. This is another one of those hour-at-a-time ones. Oh, yeah. So, Jean Marie is editor of their school newspaper. <gasps> oh, she does have a story that's yeah, right. Yeah, and it's pretty harsh. It and is he harsh. he comes in and he asks if um, he can, um, looking for words, be a reporter. And she's like, mm, all full. Even though, like, anybody can submit articles. 
she, yeah. So he says, like, I just told him flat out that there weren't any openings for reporters. I said they'd all been assigned at the beginning of the year and he was too late. Well, that's true, isn't it? Carrie asked. Jean Marie shook her head. No, it's not. Students can come in at any time and sign up. And Frog probably found that out soon enough. He would have figured out then if he hadn't earlier that I just didn't like him. It, I mean, yeah. they... Frog did not have a good life. His parents no. send him away to Chicago to live with his grandparents because he's like too much of a handful. But he clearly just needs therapy. Yeah. On a shower. Yeah, yeah. He's he's very depressed. Like there's also like it's so funny just like I, I, I think Diane Ho obviously understands depression, but like it's very funny that these quote like well adjusted teens don't like um well, they when, kind of do. Well when they're like uh <laughs> Like they 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 don't understand um, the like manifestations of depression because like uh, yeah, Hannah, like Hannah was like and, yes when yeah. she's like man you know it's crazy like it's weird that he just doesn't care about his looks like he doesn't shower he doesn't dress right he doesn't even seem Carrie, to care because she's so obsessed oh, right, right 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 that is Carrie that is Carrie <laughs> she's, she's like what I cannot imagine what is this I mean a person would have to be out of their mind yeah and I not like to dress. Like to the nines. Yeah, she's like, like he I kind of like, like I am judging all of you right yeah, she, now. Yeah, she's like, honestly, I'm worried about you. <laughs> um, this is a great time to segue into why you're all trash people. Like, honestly, are you depressed because like you look like <laughs> shit? <laughs> that is like the meanest way to like tell someone you're worried about them. Just yeah. being like, you know, I'm really worried that you're like really depressed because like you look really ugly. Um, <laughs> you look like. You <laughs> crawled out of a dumpster. Yeah, like after not showering for a month. Yeah, like you're you're. It's just like really too hard. It's hard to look at you for too long. So I'm just like really. we I'm reaching out as a friend. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, they don't recognize that. They just think he has like no regard. Yeah, and they're not really. Because, like, when I'm, I mean, I hate showering. You know this about me. Yes, I generally hate showering, hate showering yeah. but I do do it every day, except when I'm super depressed. Exactly. And I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I just feel worse. It's a vicious cycle. Yeah. Like, I will literally, it's, it's crazy. And I've said this a million times, but like, I, if I'm like, man, like, if I'm just like, oh, I feel like really hopeless about the world and myself and blah, blah, blah. And it's like really, really bad. And then I wash my hair and I'm like, oh, my hair was greasy. Like that was like really impacting how I feel. And it's like it's like an endless cycle. Like when I'm really depressed, I will literally have the thought process. Why shower? I'll just have to do it again in the future. There's no point. So why? Yep. And so I just don't do it. Yeah. Um, the motivation is not there. It's just not there. So. Obviously, like we understand it, but I think, yeah, like when you're in high school, like you just don't get it. And you're like, well, why doesn't he do that? That's weird. Because I remember like a lot of dismissing a lot of behavior when I was in high school as like, that's weird. Instead of like, this person needs someone to talk to. I wouldn't. I like in high school, that's not something I would have done. No, I would have just been like, they're weird. Yeah. That's weird. Why don't they do and it's that? sad. Yeah. I, I wish I was. Like, I wish I was such... And you'd think if I'm aware of it, I would do it. Yeah. No. No. No, because no. I'm not evolved enough no. to do so. <sighs> Hannah's story, um, we don't have to fully talk about it yet. We can save it if we want. But mm -hmm. her thinking 
that like let's go ahead and go into it around him Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah we can go ahead and go into it okay cool yeah um so after everything is resolved lolly attacks her in san francisco and then like in a struggle poor frogs ashes which are kept in like a fruit can or something get knocked into the rocks below and lolly jumps after it and dies it's tragic very sad and so then they're like, well, I don't understand why Lolly was even after you. You said that you didn't have a story. And Hannah's like, I straight up lied. <laughs> She's like, I avoided the subject. My story by is the my worst. Um, my shame is great. And um, here it is. And she, it, it's not even just a story. Like we do full on flashback with Hannah. Yeah. So it's like, she's planning a big high school party, which feels like the 60s when it finally happens. Yeah. Classic writer writing to their teenage life instead of current teenage yes, life. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so she's planning a big old party and her father is like, well, I will hire someone to do all the yard work because this has to be fucking slamming. Uh, so every day for a week, Frog is there trimming bushes, mowing, weeding the flower beds, pruning the trees, working hard. So Hannah starts like to feel sorry for how hard he's working, she starts bringing him lemonade and sandwiches and shit and turning the sprinkler on to cool him off. And they like have, I don't, I don't want to say rapport, but they're, they're having pleasant interactions. Yeah. And then he starts hinting hard he wants to come to the party which is fair because he keeps saying like so some party you're giving like oh is the whole school gonna be here and she's like yeah pretty much (laughs) and then finally she like does the right thing and invites him Mm -hmm. and then immediately regrets it yep and it's it's just a bummer so i'll read the part where like it's the night of the party Hannah was a nervous wreck that night because I also want everybody to hear like what a ridiculous party this sounds like it's for somebody in high school. Hannah was a nervous wreck that night. She paced back and forth in the front hall in her expensive new party dress of deep forest green and her high heels wearing her mother's jade earrings with her hair curled up high on her head. By the way, this book was written in 1992. She smiled at her guests as they began arriving and directed them toward the food. And when someone came to her and asked where a particular CD was, she told him, smiling, smiling all the while, even though her stomach was churning and her teeth kept clenching. Pardon? Clenching and unclenching. Because how could she possibly allow Frog at her party? How could she let him ruin it? And she knows he's not going to like start wrecking the place it's purely a social yes fear so yes. he shows up you know brand new sport coat i know and she was like in a dressing room that morning and is hearing him and lolly shopping for said sport coat and Lolly is saying, like, we can't go to this. Don't you understand that, like, nothing good is going to come of this. They don't want us there, blah, blah, blah. And Hannah, of course, feels terrible because she knows that that's true. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lolly is wearing, like, apparently what is a ghastly purple dress with huge puff sleeves because it's 
in fact, in the in Diane Ho's mind, 1972. Yes. So they get to the door, and she's like, mm, "I'm sick." <laughs> oh my god! And, and her everybody's full already inside. Party. The party is and, hopping. Oh, this broke my fucking heart. So he says, "Sick." Frog said, disbelieving. You don't look sick. You look. He flushed and lowered his head. You look beautiful. Oh my god! No, no. frog. And she's like, "Oh, thanks, but I like feel really bad. I'm in the flu. I don't want to give it to anybody else, right? I'm really sorry. After all the hard work he did, maybe I can have the party next week." Oh my (laughs) god, that fucking lie! You are writing checks you cannot cash. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like she's just hoping he'll vanish off the face of the earth in a week. So I'm looking for. So then, like, he runs out and he gets in his car and he like leaves Lolly behind and he speeds off. And then he gets into a car accident and he burns. Yeah. The car explodes. But I'm looking for the part where it talks about like her social stress because this is something I felt too mm-hmm. in a very selfish way. Um, dude, I guess it's not very specific to that. No, but she does I guess have- I was just thinking about how I would feel because it, yeah. it really it just says... Hannah wrestled with it every second of the next few days before the party. Her friends would have would have a fit when he walked in. No one could stand no. him. Several of the boys he'd had fistfights with would be there. Carrie would be appalled. What was I thinking? She screamed at herself. He doesn't belong at this party. He doesn't know anyone. He won't have any fun. Everyone will be mad at me. I'll ruin everything if he shows up. And what I was thinking about is like, as soon as you like try to befriend somebody who like, isn't fun to be around yeah your friends distance themselves it 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 isn't fun yeah and so you choose to ostracize them instead and it's really fucking sad well it's also hard because like and if he's getting in fist fights with people like there is an extra layer to this yeah He's, he's not just depressed and picked on He's not like a weakling per se. He's like very aggressive Mm -hmm. and and off putting and has given people reasons not to like him. I feel like this book does a good job of kind of showing that story of like not like there's no villains here because I think I think it's everyone's villains here. And it does that kind of thing of that really unfortunate situation where someone's kind of. You know that person that just seems to always get the short end of the stick? Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's so so many unfortunate things keep happening to them. And as by nature of that, which sucks, they become uh, a, a mean person. Mm-hmm. And then they come in because he, he's new to the school. So it's not like they have created this person, but people like them have. Yeah. Um, and so it's like it you didn't know, the, start with them, but it certainly continued. Yes. And it's one of those things where it's like how how much of it like like it it's kind of just like that. Well, there's no winners here. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, well, what were they supposed to do? Just let him kind of treat them like shit. And then like they would have to teach him how to be a person. I mean, I guess that's more likely when someone's in high school and you can still kind of affect the person that they are. Um, and everyone's kind of growing. So it's like part of like teaching people how to treat you and teaching yourself how to treat other people. Yeah. But it's 
it's one of those things where I think Diane Ho does a good job of just telling the story of being like, sometimes it's just a lot of bad. Mm-hmm. So I liked that. I feel like we did two books that were like really good about bullying. Yeah. Right in a row. Yeah. On accident. You know what? It's those this female is a writers. Theme. That is true. Yeah. And I, male I, writers, it's always like, my best friend's trying to steal my boyfriend. Yeah. Me and my friend are really like each other. Which like is fun in its own right sometimes. Like yes, just if you want to do like, silly nothing. I'm against that. But it is a definite gender divide. Hold on. I am looking and all the books that I scheduled, and I didn't even realize I did this. I was only doing this because I wanted to read books for free. Um, <laughs> this entire chunk of books that I scheduled is female authors. Hey. It's also sort I am so, I was going to say, it's also sort of depressing that the female authors are all like available I, for free. On uh, R.L. Stein's available there too. Whatever. Yeah, he is back. available there. I'm reading it to think. But I really, I'm really upset Mm-hmm. And I hope that if somebody is listening, this just recommends me further mm-hmm. to the job. Mm-hmm. The point horror story that HBO Max is going to make yeah. is going to be all R.L. Stein entries. Do oh, we I not have enough Stein in the world? There are so many female authors in the point horror um, label. Yeah. That it makes no sense just to stick to fucking Stein. It's all going to feel the same. There are it, a billion other Stein shows happening. It also like bothers me because like I get it. They're like, well, we want, you know, we want people to watch the this name show recognition. because the name recognition. But at the same time, I, like the thing that always bothers me with that kind of shit. Right. And I think it's partially because like, you know, I'm not really a known name yet. Uh, I'm trying to like break into the, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah, not like a, give somebody their break. Well, yeah. Well, and like introduce people to these people that they wouldn't have heard of. Like, if we had not yes. done this podcast, I would not have read Carol Ellis. I would not have read Diane Ho. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have even heard of these people. I, yeah. I, I myself only knew Christopher Pike and R.L. Stein. Me too. And like some random sort other ones. Sort of Caroline but... B. Cooney. Yeah, Because Caroline. she wrote Face on the Milk Carton. Sort of Lois Duncan. Yeah, I knew Lois but Duncan that's too. really it. Oh, but like, so it was like the three female authors I knew about were Caroline B. Cooney, Lois Duncan and Joan Lowry Nixon. Yes, exactly. Me too. Exactly those ones. Mm-hmm. Um, None of the other ones. But I didn't. I didn't read Diane Ho. I didn't read. Um, I didn't. I didn't read any of them. As far as I remember, I was myself buying based on author name, not title. Yeah, and they just weren't as widely available in the little um, Barnes and Noble in yeah. Hazard Center in San Diego, California. Yeah, Hazard exactly. Plaza? Hazard Hazard Center Hazard Center. I think at least that's well, the oh, name yeah, of yeah, the yeah. trolley stop. Horton Plaza Hazard Center. Yeah, Hazard Center. Yeah. Yeah. I'm only remembering from when they'd be like, next stop, Hazard yeah. Center. <laughs> I never <laughs> took the trolley. Oh, really? I took yeah. it because I lived um, off of the stop in Mission Valley. Mm-hmm. That makes I, sense. Yeah, I lived at that place. It just, it didn't make a lot of sense. It's not like I lived, I went to school downtown, mm-hmm. but I was all about, you know, taking my, my sweet ass minivan yeah, and all my friends in it to them all. Yeah, I mean, I only took uh, the trolley because I was too cheap to pay for us uh, uh, housing or uh, uh, parking at SDSU. That's a poor college student move. Yeah, I was like public transportation. Fuck, I'm not gonna fucking. I'm not gonna pay for parking for this shit. Yeah. Are you kidding? 
And like if I was late, I would drive. But then I would pay, you know, $8 or whatever to park. Yeah. But it's funny because like I remember getting really angry that like it doesn't really seem like that much of a discount if you get like parking. I also like in college was not good at like figuring out how to do things. Like I remember being like, I don't know how to get a parking <laughs> pass. Like I was like, I don't know how to do that. I guess I just won't. <laughs> I just think the internet now is like much better than it was when I was in college. Cause like you had to go oh, to is the. It? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, is it Kelly? <laughs> wow. It's crazy. I hadn't really thought about it, but I guess you're right. <laughs> oh my God. What happened? <laughs> Who is this? Burn. I'm here to burn you down. <laughs> oh my God, that was so funny. For no reason. I know. It's like, I love like getting very aggressive about things that don't matter out of nowhere. Like when people are like, okay, <laughs> I would never do this. To, I would never have had that response to somebody who no, wasn't no. a friend. No, 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 no. It was very funny. I appreciated that. I, I okay, often good. do that as well to people. And it's very funny and rewarding. Um, and rewarding and, and enriching. Reward. And enriching and everyone's better for it. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I, I honestly, I think you agree. Read this one, guys. It's good. Oh, very, yeah, I super agree. And you can read it for free. Yeah. Um, we are not saying what book the next one is because it is also open library. It's also open library, y'all. I'm sorry. Is it also a um, our checkout? I do not know. Because it depends on... So if I the was- only... I was about to be like, well, what's it called? I'll look it up. <laughs> and I'm like, it's like it's when the boo. power goes out and you keep trying to turn. You're like, oh, God, Ugh, it sucks that the power went out. I better turn a light on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, here, I'll spell it out. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, 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 okay. So next week we're doing a mystery book. Let me see. Let me see what kind of hint I can give because I haven't read it yet. So I don't, let me look at the calendar here. Oh, let me look at the cover for this. This is another not well-known author too. This is a kind of hard to find. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, it's not there. No, it's there. Wait, what? Oh my God. What? Do you have to oh. tell me after we stop recording? Um. Okay. So no, all I... No, no, no. Okay, so apparently this book was redone in the 2000s. Oh, updated like Lois Duncan books? Hold on. No, Does no, no. Does everybody no. have a cell phone now? Never mind. No, no, no. So in 2002, a like romance novel of the same name, like a teen romance came out with that name. It's unrelated. Ah. Okay. I just got confused because I thought that they changed things, but they didn't. It's just a different cool. book. Cool. Um, okay, here's what I will say about it. I'm looking at reviews and people are saying it's one of the weirdest books they've ever read. So that's <laughs> um, that's what I will tell you. Um, so thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We really, really appreciate it. Yes, thank you so, so much. And a special thank you to our Patreon listeners. Um, you help keep the show alive and especially our Patreon producers. Thank you, Aaron Fernandez. And Dwyer. Ashley Fritz, Claire Moore, Courtney McPhail, Danielle Lamana, Danny, Emily Pooley, Gabriella Santiago, Grace Armstrong, Jonathan Venable, Jordan Colwick, Karen Lewis, Kat Miller, Katie Lilly, Katie Olsner, Kelly Burns, Christerina, Landry Desmond, Laura Hooper, Lonan Martin, 
Luke Bartek. Mandalay Walshlager. Mariana Terzakis. Melody. Megan Lozier. Micah Yunus. Miguel Camacho. Miranda Hester. Molly Marks. Oscar Gallegos. Pamela. Randy Clutt. Rashad Black. Rogue Callihua. Sarah. Sarah Jaggers. Sarah Nichelle. Sasha Gibson. Shannon Pickens. Sydney Bollinger. Tristan Buckner. Why do I keep losing my place? My eyes are all over the place. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, Victoria Beck. Victoria Valdez. Again. And Wendy Bartos. We're right at the end and I'm like, my eyeballs are darting uh, around. I've been there before. So, my apologies. No worries. <clears throat> um, thank you so much, everybody. We really, really appreciate you. Um, and we'll be back next week with another book. Yeah. Stay safe. Wear a mask. And keep it creepy. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.